Good morning, guys. Morning. How's everyone doing today? I'm very good today. Lovely. Very, very good. Lovely. Black History Month, guys. It's still Black going. We, we love we it. We move and we groove, baby. Yes. Okay, I'm sure your host of Joking. Signing on my left is. It's Mazare. Signing on my right is. Carla. And let's talk everything about growing up Black British. Enjoy this episode, Enjoy guys. Enjoy it, honey. Love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, guys. What was a moment in your life, yeah, where you knew, damn, I'm not British. I am black British, honey. You and me are not the same. What was that moment? I can tell you when I feel like I realized. I was like, me and you are not cut from the same cloth. When when it all started in primary school. Yeah, when I lunchboxes. Oh. No, actually, oh, no, you know what? It wasn't even that. It was when I first went to when I first went to primary school. Yeah. I, before I'd just been eating my food, my mother's food, my food. Yeah. And I went to that school, and it was lunchtime, and I did not recognize a thing in that place. Mm. And I picked stuff because it looked like food that I eat, but it wasn't food that I eat. Yeah. And then I couldn't eat it because I put this stuff in my mouth, and I was like. Pfft. I was like, what is this? And you couldn't, you couldn't go until you ate it. And I remember I had a mashed, I'd never seen, I didn't know what mashed potato was. Oh, it's probably like instant shit as well. I couldn't do it. And then I remember like people would bring in lunch boxes and then it's like, and I remember just begging my mum, please, can I just have a chicken sandwich, please? Yeah. I don't want to be different. (laughs) I just want a chicken sandwich. No, she'll put me like Colombian soups in there with all the, like all this stuff. I was like. (laughs) Oh, but the shit that you love though. I know. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. Like, do you know, you know food that just doesn't make sense to people that are not from your country? But it's like, yes. This is This slams. This, are you mad? This is going on for people like, yo, like, what is that? Alfie's like, what what is that? Like, fuck off. Shout out Alfie. And I'd be like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you might even close the box like Ugh, why did my mum pack that that's so disgusting <laughs> I'm so as done. soon as I got oh my god what fucking cunts to make us shit on in it <laughs> what about you guys crazy. when did you guys that moment my moment was more in terms of like trying to mirror the behaviour that the oh kids had now let me tell you I I've said this in Not many episodes wish. so a lot of people that are listening will know that I grew up in Bermondsey <laughs> I grew up in Bermondsey and if anyone's from Bermondsey, you know how you were when you were kids and how you used to speak to your parents. I remember there was an instance where this girl, Charlie, if anyone knows who Charlie is. Charlie the Up. Charlie the Up. So her mum came to pick her up from school. She <laughs> was a, just all, all involved in your I pieces? don't know. She was all in my business. It was much. She her her mum came to pick her up from school in it. And my mum was also there to pick me up from school. Now I was good. Like I, I didn't have any problems. So like I was outside good waiting girl. for my mum. Charlie wasn't finished talking to her friends and her mum's calling her like, Charlie, Charlie, hurry up. She was like, turn on and I was like, mum, shut up. I'm talking to Mary. I said, what? My mum was like, wow. shut up, you know. That was, the first, the that was the first time that I encountered <laughs> somebody being disrespectful to their mum. So the next day I came into school and I was like, Charlie, like, are you allowed to talk to your mum? Like, yeah, my mum doesn't care. And she was telling me all the stuff that she can say to her mum and how I can get away with doing stuff. So like the whole day, this, was, this is when me and Charlie were called. <laughs> This was before the beef started. No, Charlie was setting you up. That's what she was doing. She was definitely setting me up. And that's how she was talking to the teachers. And the teachers were also ops. They just like left her. I think they were actually teachers scared of her. Teachers are such ops. So I went home now, yeah. And I've learned everything that Charlie's taught me. <laughs> right? This is trauma. You can see I'm shaking. Uh, not, not 
not the Mustang so, student. I'm now in the living room <laughs> and I am watching Mona the Vampire, which was my Lit. show. That's my shit. Mona the Vampire. Not that the was Apprentice. My show. Must the Apprentice. Listen, I was at home. My my ritual after school was to go home. I rushed home to watch Mona the, the Vampire and I always used to have my microwave lasagna. I'm not going to lie. Mona guess was what? black. Mona was right? black. I feel like Mona was black. That was my Mona face. was. I ate my family Mona size. Was definitely a woman of colour. I ate my family size lasagna in front of the TV. <laughs> yes, that's what I used to eat, which made a lot of sense of the size that I was at that time. And so my mum called me upstairs and I was just like, no, because she called me at a time which was very pivotal in the episode. You can't call she's me. She's about to bust the case. She's about to bust the case. So my mum was calling me. I didn't answer. Charlie taught me that. Don't answer the first time. <laughs> my mum had never, I, I always answer my mum straight away because I was scared of that woman. So when she, she was like, Masire. <laughs> And I was like, what mom? <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Guys. My mom was upstairs and I was downstairs. I have never heard a mom come. <laughs> down the stairs. She flung the door up. She said, what did you say to me? She grabbed me like this by like this. And the, the, the slap that I received. Oh my I said, Guys. me and you are, are not, not the same. same. Guys, I'm trying to refer to you. I said, I have never even used that term to this day. I said, what, mum? What in my house? Like, mandem. Do you know what it is? You see the black British? My lasagna was dashed on the floor. Listen, you see the Caribbeans being here from time ago. That was passed down from, listen, as a child, you're not the same as them kids. Don't try and bring that behavior from them kids in my house. <laughs> you know what's funny? That must be so confusing when you're just a little child. You're like, hey. Like, what do you mean? You know when you go to your friend's house and you're like, this is different. This you're is like, different. Like, they relax. You go back home to military camp. Military, bro. They don't do their own laundry. Guys, they don't do nothing. I will never forget this. Yeah, this was story. Me, I remember, yeah, my best friend in primary school. She was white. She was just a top babe. I went to her house, yeah, and when she couldn't find something, she'd call her mum on the house phone. First of all, she could just use the house phone. I had to. Uh, uh, <laughs> the house phone. <laughs> Running up that bill. Yeah, Not the minutes. Yeah. She just picked up that house phone. I was like, damn. I was Listen. Like, Are you really? That's why I said, Are you calling your family in another country? Is it an I'm emergency? That's she will just pick up the house phone and she'll be like, Mum, like, where's the da 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 da? And the mum will tell her. And I was like, that's magic, bruv. Like, yeah. My crazy. people that will be telling me, pretend I'm not there. One time, so I was like, this, this lifestyle, um, like, I could get used to this. I was like, let me, let me see if I can live this life. Yeah. I was at home, my mum wasn't there. And I was like, I couldn't find something. And I was like, hey. <laughs> Let's give this, let's give this, let's give this a go. And I'll try. And I called the house phone. I called my mum. <laughs> and I said, Mum, where's this? I was like, I don't know. She's like, oh, She's like, hang up the house phone. Don't use the house phone. Don't touch it unless it's an emergency. But as well, I was like, hey, where's the um, control? Um, my mum was like, you fucking insane. Listen, that house phone, every month, my dad would print off. <laughs> I remember there was one month and I was sweating. I called, I was calling my friend like late from her house phone and I knew the number. And my dad was like, But isn't it if you hang up before one hour? If you hang up before one hour, you're safe. One month I run it up. I got, yeah, not the mandem. I got 
effed up. <laughs> Go on, Mazare. I knew the phone call I was having because I was talking to this girl who was my friend about some beef that was happening with, the, with two sides in it. There was two sides in primary school and it was all going off in it. So we were talking about it. It was so important. I wish. Why, hey, it was so important, care? but I wish I could listen to it now because I would have laughed my head off, yeah? Trust. So cool. It was over an hour. My dad saw it and he was asking everyone in the house whose boy was this. That's about my brother's like, no, that's not me. I knew it was me. So my dad was like, okay, cool. I'm going to call the number and see. Uh-uh. I was shitting myself. So he called and then obviously like her mom picked up. She was like, yeah, this is, it's my series friend. My dad looked at me. He hung the phone down. He said, go upstairs and get the belt. <laughs> and guys, the rest is history. The rest is, the rest is history. Oh the rest is God. black history. Listen, I knew, I knew from history. early. That's when you know you're black Brit. You get yeah, sent for your weapon. To get the belt. <laughs> for the weapon. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. When you was younger, mm. when people would ask you where you were from, what would you say? Jamaica. Hmm. Is it? Jeez, I used to be like Colombia. Yeah, I would say Sierra Leone. But now growing up, when people ask you where you're from, what do you say? Jamaica. Is it? Yeah. Sometimes I clarify. I'm like, would you want to know? Like, yeah. some, pe- some people Country generally want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like one thing I realized, and this is like another topic in itself, but when I went to America, when people would ask me where I'm from, and I would say Sierra Leone, they're like, where that you grew up? You yeah. grew up there? I was like, no, my parents yeah, are from yeah, there. Yeah. But how you say you're from Colombia, you say you're from Jamaica, they just say they're African-American. Yeah. It's because we, most of us, we know where our families yeah, are from. They, they whereas don't. they don't know. So yeah. they are actually, I mean, they're African-American. And I used yeah. to think they were just no, ignorant. They, they weren't, but they genuinely- No, but they don't know. know. But do you know what is mad though? If someone asks me where I'm from now, like when I got to about 16, 17, mm. I used to start finding it very annoying because people would ask me where I was from before they'd even ask what my name was. So I was just start saying Lewisham. I mean, I'm from Lewisham. Mm. And now I do find it annoying and people ask me where I'm, and do you know what's interesting? I have saw someone else say this and they were like, if a black person or a person of color asks you where you're from. If it's a white person. Then you don't mind. But I'm like, oh, well, you know, my, I just say my family's from Colombia. It's so true. Yeah. That's so but true. But if a white person asks you where I'm from, I say, oh yeah, I'm, I'm from Lewisham. You literally, yeah. Yeah. It, it depends who it is. It, it depends. Yeah. But then I feel like, cause you know, like, a, I feel like generally when the white person's asking you where you're from, it's like, what but area even, but, but, and, but do you know, but like, even, even I, in the form of asking, like if a white person was to, like, if you have spent time with them, do you know what I mean? It's your mm. friend, it's your colleague, or something like that and they were like oh like you know if you don't mind me asking like where's your family from what's or what's like your ethnicity if you don't mind then I don't mind it that much because like you might just be a bit do you know what I mean it's not but when it's like where are you from like I'm like I'm from Lucian bitch do you know yeah. what though it's also the tone as well sometimes it's like where are you from then I know that you want to know where I'm from originally but if you just ask me like just casually oh where are you from I'll just be like I'm from South London or yeah. London yeah it yeah, just yeah, depends yeah, on, yeah, that's on, on their their tone did you ever lie about your ethnicity growing up no. No. I Actually, didn't. one time I did, oh, no, I, I said I was from Spain because I got very angry because people <laughs> Colombia was. So when I was speaking really? Spanish, I'd be like, what language are you speaking? I'd be like, I'm speaking Spanish. I'd be like, oh, I, where, why? Like, I'd be like, oh, I'm from Colombia. They'd be like, what the hell is that? And I'll be like, I have my routine explanation was, you know how there's North America, there's a South America as well. And that's where I'm from. And in South America, they speak Spanish. But when you're in year five, that's very impatient. So I just started saying I was from Spain. <laughs> Um, there was you know, a Colombian girl in my school it. and she heard yeah. me say it once and she batted me up. She was like, why are you saying you're from Spain? I was like, eek. Eek. You got me. But sometimes like, it's easier. I mean, for me, Sierra Leone, a lot of people are like, what? They're like, where is that? Is that a French country? Is that, is it? They're like, they're, they just don't know about it. But I'm just like, yeah, it's in West Africa. Do you know what's crazy? I'm shocked at the amount of people. Obviously, when I was in primary school, there was people that used to say that they were Jamaican and they weren't. Mm-hmm. But I'm shocked. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's were, crazy. But... 
Jamaican I knew, and Spanish. I knew about shows every. I knew every African country in school. Like I had a girl from Sierra Leone, Ghana, but, Nigeria, but, everywhere. I was so shocked when I when I got to secondary school, and people were lying. But re- but remember yeah. why though? Because when we was younger, when we was in primary school, yeah, people used to make fun of you if of you, course, was, if you was from African country. Yeah. I remember Idris Elba speaking about it as well. He was like, when I was young, he was like, everyone just wanted to be Jamaican. Like mm. no one wanted to be this. Everyone wanted to be that. Like, but I was I was mm. just so and shocked coming out of my. But then really and truly, a lot of like black British African kids would kind of like imitate like Caribbean culture like I feel like that was a thing like that like yeah being Jamaican or being in that culture yeah. was really a and thing and then your parents will be telling you don't follow them Jamaicans at school <laughs> my dad will say they're Jamaicans yeah, yeah. when he said they're Jamaicans that's what you know all of my brother's friends so were funny. Jamaicans literally so you're just following these Jamaican boys everywhere yeah, oh you're my god how funny that was so funny oh. even my, my, my one of my friends every like, African parent don't says trust them Jamaicans yes that's it don't trust them but same Latinas as well, like Hamakinos. I just, you know, is I don't know where this beef came between Jamaicans and Africans. I don't know because we're all from the same fucking place. Do you know what? Though, it coming just in here, it's yeah. understandable because obviously we're it's black. We're territorial, isn't it? So if yeah. we're here and then you guys come, it's like. Huh? They just co- they, they just mean? clash but then, yeah, so much, literally. <laughs> but white people knew what they was doing. Yeah, they knew what they was doing. Let's bring these lot over first. Yeah, then make them lot join. Yeah. Fucking clash, just plantain versus plantain to the day. And you know, it's so crazy though because I feel like the kids got along really well. Like black African kids get along with Jamaicans, and in and school you don't know it. You don't, but their parents. <laughs> it's the parents. It's, it's the, the parents. When you get. I would even say a certain point in secondary school, you actually don't. Know no, you don't care. Yeah, it's not. It's you just know difference of music. Yeah, yeah. And even let me then, play vibes say, cartel in my house. I would even say back then we wouldn't even necessarily know. Um, I suppose the majority of the music was dancehall. Majority was mm. like. What, like, what we were listening to Afro, Afro beats wasn't really like that like, Yeah Until school, secondary Afrobeats, school Yeah until secondary school Before yeah, that literally. was all But my favourite playlist Were all Bashment Crazy So like growing up with music Like that we're speaking about it, Like what black British music Do you remember Like what music reminds you Of your Of being black British For me Funky grime. house Grime Grime And be Bashment Grime funky and house, funky Grime jungle My family used to love that. My dad do you know what's so crazy? Even though my dad talks about this, he was like an underground DJ. Shut up. <laughs> my dad was underground DJ. Okay? My dad was he a was jack of all trades. My dad looked like a Jamaican back then, as in he had all the gold rings, that he had a, he had caps. Yes. My mom, I will send you pictures. He Your even had like, like the, do you know who he used to look like? He, he, my dad looks like a young Shabaranks. Mazaray's mom like Batman. But I don't use talking about Jamaicans. What are you playing? The car? He played the jungle and all of that stuff. <laughs> oh, do you know what? I'm, I need to send, I'm gonna send Not you. Not eight gold like, rings like Shabaranks. Uh, what? <laughs> That's how I was like, Dad, like, what, what's going on? The contrast what? is much. Oh, oh that is super. But yeah, like that, I think that that was definitely childhood for me. And then like American music. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh my God. What about like TV and film in black, black British history? Again, all American, like yeah. all, the, all the little stuff that I- Go um, on, give us a black British history show. Bruv, there used to be bad. There used to be. Do you ever watch the crust? Kaching. Oh, Kaching. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, 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 but I wouldn't yeah. really. I don't know. I wouldn't really see. That. I feel like the Kaching was very white. There was like one black boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw, I saw 
it was the main boy was mixed race and his friend was black. Then there was one white boy. Yeah, there was, yeah. One white boy though. But there was, but then his was one was black too. boy. But then the crust, like Reggie Ye, it's like, I don't know. I feel like growing up. I feel oh, like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. do you know what? I feel like there was specific figures like Reggie Yates. Yeah, Angelica. I feel like Reggie. Was that her name? Angelica. 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 I feel yeah. like Reggie Yates and Angelica are so like. In, CBBC. In to my yeah. brain. That I don't even think CRTV had anyone. No, they didn't. No. They didn't. They did. But if we're honest, a lot of the black British no the black shows Keenan and Kel American yeah, it's it's sister. It American. very American that, that that is literally what I grew up with it's my insane. wife and kids Nickelodeon oh, my wife and kids one on one like mm. that's what we, like it's so crazy and that's I, that's, I feel like that's why we were so like obsessed with American culture yeah we are we, yeah, we, that's yeah. what we grew up that with and that's why they didn't rate us because like okay cool you you kind of like take all of this from us but like what do you guys have well actually aren't we still yet to see like I mean I don't really watch children TV now but black as for does anyone know like what's going on for black British children I I look at Netflix Netflix is really good now but for like um my, like my nephew's age like yeah, yeah, yeah. everything now is very very inclusive From of the child, everything the baby, yeah. so yeah, diverse I feel, like, I feel like the new stuff for babies and all that stuff is very diverse it but is. What, what about on the actual channel you know like because we didn't have we had like CBBC CBBC in terms of a British black British I have not seen a single one mm. oh my god Justine Lillwood wasn't she mixed race <laughs> Justin Tracy Beaker. Yeah. Beaker. And oh, he was a DJ again, the DJ ben. friend. Ben, yeah. Oh, the black boy, yeah. Oh. I had the biggest crush on Ben. When, oh, crush! Crush! Oh crush! crush. Tracy Beaker likes crush! Bam. <laughs> when they fell out and oh then she God. and then he came Tracy to the party Beaker. and he DJ. Uh, Tracy oh Beaker. Okay, I see that is a black British icon. <laughs> no, she is. I don't care what anyone Tracy says. She's a black British she icon. She was black. That that deep that curly wave. She has black oh, in her, hundred percent. Let's, let's, let's convince ourselves that Peppa Pig is also black. No, she's too. No, no, no. Listen. <laughs> she's Listen, too parents are actually boycotting Peppa Pig. Like, yeah. like my nephew doesn't watch Peppa Pig anymore. Because it might No, mummy. That's not good. <laughs> what? <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh, but maybe she's just yeah. teaching the kids boundaries. Yeah. You know, yeah. Peppa Pig's banned in like, um, what's that country that's quite tight? Like, is it Korea? China. Korea. Everything, yeah, is, banned. everything is banned she's there. She's banned there because she's a sign of rebellion. <laughs> Deep that. I'm done. Not no, Peppa but it's Pig. true though. Do you know what's mad? I'm also ready. And apparently in America, bad American kids speak in British accents because of Peppa Pig. <laughs> but anyways, forget Peppa Pig. Right, guys, back to Black British history. Yeah. Did you guys join ACS at uni? Oh, yes. No. I did. <laughs> Why didn't you join it, Carl? Because I what stayed at home. What uni did you go oh, to? Yeah. Oh, okay. Greenwich. Yeah. Nice. I definitely joined it. Was it a vibe? Was it an R vibe? Um, it wasn't a vibe. Mm. Um, I'll tell you why. So my uni, I went to Reading Uni, right? There wasn't a lot of black people there. Mm-hmm. There was a black community there, but it was very small. Mm-hmm. Now, if anyone's watching this, I don't want you to be offended. It's just how it was mm-hmm. like back then. There was a lot of international Nigerian students there. Mm-hmm. That, that They made up the majority of the black people there in it. So they kind of like joined the ACS as well and it's kind of like they ran it and yeah. it kind of it kind of became the Nigerian society so it was like there were so many other like people who are from other black countries that really wanted to be involved in it when it came to the elections 
It's like I everyone everyone knew he was Nigerian. Everyone literally <laughs> what ACS was. It was all it was it was mainly yeah. Nigerian. So it's like I remember having like people that would run for president. They'll be like um, after, there was one from Sierra Leone. There was one from Kenya. The one that came up from Kenya. So basically, this girl was really quiet, but she looks Nigerian. So all the Nigerians thought she was Nigerian, but like a British Nigerian. So when she came, that year, Captain, this girl said, "I'm from Kenya." The way everyone was shifting in their seats. Uh-huh. It's like automatically, I was like, yeah, no, she can't, she can't. Oh, like, nice. so it was kind of just like, I feel like there was maybe like one or two people that were part of the ACS or like mm. had a role, but they wasn't anything serious. But I just, I just didn't feel like everyone was being represented. It was okay. just kind of, no, yeah, so it just wasn't. A lot yeah. of unis were like that. Yeah. Okay, guys, big part of Black British culture, Nine Hill Carnival. When was the first time you went? Notting Hill Carnival. A child, I can't even remember. A child. I remember my first time going to Notting Hill Carnival. Okay. Um, it was me, my dad, and my brother. Uh-huh. Me and my brother wore like um tracksuits that were the same but different colours. My brother was just blue and mine was pink. Oh, and you look so happy. I was so happy. Guys, I've got <laughs> so, so I've so got sweet. I've got so many pictures. And then so we took like the the long route there because I wanted to go through central London so I could like see the what's that place called? What did you do? Drive? No, we've got a train and oh, stuff. No. Where's that place called that like, people put coins? I don't know. Water fountain? Piccadilly or Pic- one of them. Wherever, yeah, yeah, whatever. So there's a picture of me and my brother and like, we have ice creams. Oh. And then we got there and like, we got like our whistles and I got like a, I got like, oh, what's that thing called? The candy. Candy floss. Candy, candy floss. Oh. And I remember seeing like all the floats of all the women oh. like in there. Oh, that's and beautiful. I was like, and I, was, like, I remember awesome. looking up to my dad and being like, dad, look, there's black women up there. Oh. It was honestly one of my best days ever. That like, sounds amazing. And me and my brother, the first time we actually got along the whole day. I was going to say, but he was just very happy to be matching with your brother. Yeah. And I was, yeah. And he was actually proud. He was like, oh, we look, we look cool, sis, or something oh, like that. that's so cute. Yeah, that was a good day. Carl, do you remember your um, first time? No, but do you know what? I'm going to tell you my cousin, one of my cousin's memories. God. <laughs> she remembers going with her, her mum and my aunt. She was about 10 years old. Uh-huh. Obviously, these women are like... Late 20s, I would say mm. between 25 and 30. Uh-huh. So my auntie was like a proper carnival. She was doing this on it every year. Mm-hmm. So my cousin was 10. She was like, yeah, you're coming. Her mum, my cousin's mum, left mm-hmm. my cousin and her aunt, my aunt at carnival. Oh, my God. My aunt followed the float home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my cousin was dancing with her. She said I was like 10 years old. <laughs> Do you know what? I had to say I'm taking my niece next year. Oh, you have to go. I think think it must be amazing to go as a child. I went as a teenager, but I wish I could have gone when I was younger. But they used to have the they used to have the Latin carnival on the same day, so I was always there. Yeah. I've I went to carnival young, but I don't really remember having it because it was so yeah. Normal, do you know what I mean? I don't really remember any specific memories. I just remember just being fun. like, one day I'm going to be on the float and one day I will be on the float. You next will be year, on that float, B. Can we do I it? This year, hello, we're going. Oh, Cheers fantastic. Cheers, guys. Cheers to that. I want to wear the whole outfit, everything. I want to do it. Yeah, we're doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'll send it to you. Please. <laughs> okay, guys. Obviously, Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. I feel like we, as black people in the UK, mm. this was a movement that was mainly in America. Yeah. We always knew it existed. But I felt like to me, in the UK, it felt like more of a 
almost like a conspiracy. Like, no, I feel like people didn't used to talk, unless you were black, you'd never used to talk about it. It'd be like, oh yeah, like this thing they talk about, Black Lives Matter, like a thing in America. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But after it came here, after the George George Floyd incident, which is when it blew up here in the sense that people that were not black were talking about it because mm. if it was just black people, like yeah, yeah, if you yeah, went black, sure. I used to see it all the time. Like people would be like, oh yeah, like that thing. Yeah, like, yeah, whatever. yeah. Do you feel like anything has changed since then in the UK? Like, do you feel like anything's changed? Chilling. But in, <laughs> do you think has anything changed? I. But in what way? <laughs> go on, go on. Nothing. Go on. You think nothing has changed? I don't think anything. Not as, do you no. know what it is? I always say that, like discussions about black lives matter and racism and stuff like that in the uk i feel like there's always a very kind of uncomfortable tone in Mm -hmm. the room when it's spoken about in any capacity i feel like white people are not comfortable enough to acknowledge that it exists Um, they they are very kind of like ignorant to it like oh my god i i just was not aware that you guys were just suffering like this This is unacceptable and i'm just like it's just like it's, it's everywhere though and it's just like i feel like during that time it was Anyone who had white friends, I feel like it was a very uncomfortable position, um, conversation to have. Because I feel like prior to the Black Lives Matter movement, it was like there were isolated instances where like as black people, Mm -hmm. we would talk about it. Mm -hmm. But then after, but it was just like, it wasn't enough for white people to start talking Mm -hmm. about it. How did that Mm -hmm. make you feel? I feel like the George Floyd, um, like that was a really, really big thing where it's mm. like, so when Black Lives Matter came here, we, we started recognize. doing the, the marches and stuff, people had to start talking about it. It had to have a conversation. And I felt like because so many people were having a conversation, black, white, everyone was joining the march. I was mm. like, oh my God, maybe there's real change that's going to happen. But it was just, for me, it was like an experience for them. It was like, okay, cool. We've, we know now, but it's like things are but still even, the same. I even think for black people, it was an experience because you think about it. Chris Cabot got, shot the other day Mm. it's now come out that there's no nothing nothing there was no sirens even put on when he was being followed nothing Mm. the guy just got shot in his head and he's dead sorry there's no march well there's been marches but not on the level of black lives matter do you know what i mean like the whole yeah everyone was coming together for that yeah that was for george floyd in america yeah. yeah It doesn't but when it happens here it's like the UK doesn't have any force without the US it's so weird yes that's exactly like, why it. are we that why are exactly we actually it. marching not why I get it Black Lives Matter but we haven't it took, done the it same it took George for, Floyd for us to do that and then we started looking at what was happening in the UK and we started reliving things that were happening exactly. back then from when why we did were it doing... take him to spark that yeah. why don't we have we, we, we fight for our own injustices in this country anyway so it shouldn't have to take for an American person to get shot by a police officer when they're allowed to carry guns in that country mm. do you know what I think that it might have been though I think like with the George Floyd thing I think the reason why a lot of people were active was because that moment had a lot of momentum because mm. of the graphicness of the the live video. Yeah, that's true. It had it was an undeniable thing that people. It wasn't just me. I didn't like. It wasn't just something I told you about or you overhear in the workplace. You it was literally it. all over social media. Mm. So it was something that had a lot of momentum, and I feel like everyone. R- try to really run with that momentum in that moment because when you think about think of all the people that have died in america and here we haven't had that response but it's because there i feel like people took try to 
use take the opportunity to create as much momentum. I don't know. I feel like sometimes in life, some things have their moments where there's so much momentum behind it. That you- so Black Lives Matter kind of just jumped on it I, to I, try I, and push I, I feel like it was just. Then. I feel like yeah. it was a very big opportunity. And I understand like in the terms of that, no, nothing has literally changed. Like nothing has legally literally changed. No. But I feel like uh, it's a bit sad though, because when it happened, yeah, I did have a lot of hope because I felt like it was now the whole Black Lives conversation was not just something we were having amongst ourselves, but like in people's workplaces, like official big workplaces, they were getting emails about it. There's now committees about Black. Like, yeah, there's black, things that are like, like, recognised. You know I mean? yeah. Whereas before it was not ever, ever, like if you were to say it to your manager, they'd be like, what are you talking about? Whereas now it's like, if you say something, they're like, that's fine. We're going to start the committee. You know what? I literally have a So maybe in that, like that, that. Yeah. but then we thought I, I guess I kind of thought oh that means there's a there is a bigger change coming and I think with that kind of stuff it's kind of like taking us to a little place where now it's like white people can't act like it's not cool for them to act like they don't know about black lives no mm-hmm. do you know what I mean like yeah. for them it's like even though it's not it might not be it's not sincere it might not be sincere it's like they're it's expected they pay now. attention it's not like yeah. they're not allowed to be like oh well we don't know like now if no one know, taught us okay. this if you don't know you'll get called out on it it's so now they have to now they have to talk about it at least yeah. which, which was, benefits us in some sorry which mm, benefits God. us in some ways because even if it's not sincere it's still benefiting us because it's on that platform do you yeah know what 100% I mean? but then it is a shame like that it didn't it did but I do you know what I think though guys I feel like in this life yeah you have to keep fighting the good fight that's what I believe and I, but 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 I know like each to their own like you also don't have to drain everyone can only take a certain amount but I feel like I feel like it's something that we should just always fight towards. And it's true because I feel like even in like, again, my references to America, because I feel like that's where most of the change or like, you know, marches and stuff have happened. And it's like, if people kind of just get gave up or like, oh, nothing's going to happen, then we wouldn't have got like the small victories that we have got. Mm. But the thing is, even when we do kind of shed more light on it and do more marches, it doesn't stop the fact that people are like racist and they're still going to kill black people black men black women and it's like when it happens you feel like you're you've taken like 10 steps back yeah yeah like yeah. If we and done that's when whole... it's really disheartening yeah it's yeah like, bro, like we're all really fucking trying here we're trying to like change and, and, so... I think, and i think even when that stuff happens sometimes everyone has to take a break emotionally and maybe sadly like i was talking about momentum that might be why the chris cabba situation hasn't it hasn't excelled because everyone's like <sighs> Like it's, we yeah. just did all that and now it's happening and I was like the, like some people can be drained you know what I mean yeah. it's not fair on every person that passes but it's like it's the truth isn't it no, like some, sometimes mm. people lose energy and then they have to regain it and it's just a long fight I feel you do you know what though I just think that because the Queen died he didn't get as much coverage yeah. Might, maybe yeah, definitely that's, that, well, obviously, because the, one of the 100%. marches was happening because like, I feel like we would have been we would have been up in arms and like, do you know what they never the British media never covered they didn't stuff. cover it never covered they didn't um, cover British just by police. They never really do. No. I, who, mean, I mean, but who's the media? Crazy. Like, like, but then, even, but then even they, after all of Black Lives Matter, like the police officer has been bang, he's been found banged to rights. You shot a guy and there was no there wasn't even any um wasn't sirens even on the following whole inquest him. in terms of like the Met police and racism with the old chief and stuff Oh yeah, like with that old Chrissy the Dick, whatever. Yeah, like, like there was, was there was a whole report about like 
the racer. It was, uh, but then what happens? Nothing. Mm-hmm. Just well, yeah, fuck yeah, the police, bruv. I don't like them. But on the flip yeah. side, like we just need to accept this is not our country. <laughs> it's actually not our country. We're just here you know what? It might and be making it ours. Home. It for real. Like when we talk about, I've been seeing, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on news about the nuclear wars. <laughs> <laughs> It's getting a bit sticky, guys. At this point, we're like, forcing it. Like, we're forcing it. We're not meant to be here. Like, <laughs> let's do what they want us to do. Let's go back to where the hell Get the we fuck came out. from. You're a liar. Get the fuck out. Actress. Get the fuck out. I'm joking, guys. But, you know. Yeah. If we don't laugh, we'll cry. Honest, that is, that's literally what I put my TikTok. If yeah, you don't laugh, you'll cry. And, guys, on that note, we got to wrap it up. But you keep going. You <laughs> queen and Honestly. king. Keep fighting. Oh, keep fighting in the good fight find that strength in you oh. find that strength it's worth it guys we it's worth this. it for our kids and our this. kids kids like we have to keep going love you ciao oh. history month happy black history month <laughs> be black and be proud yes <laughs> bring on the we black. are amazing bring on the let's burn this place on the ground spicy (laughs) alright guys love you love you guys bye bye I'm signing out is your host (laughs) signing out on my left is it's Mazare signing out on my right is Carla and we hope you have a lovely black history month woo Woo! love you bye bye (laughs) 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 (laughs)